पड़वापुर So this is so one more time. Hello and welcome to another video for the Young Woman Show. Nice to have you here. So our quote of the day is: "Cast your care upon God, for you are His, and He will not forget you. Do not think that He is leaving you alone, for that would be wrong." It's by Saint John of the Cross, and I just love encouraging quotes like this because I need to hear them all the time. Otherwise, I'm just anxious. <laughs> and yeah, it's just. It's another quote uh, which tells us not to worry about tomorrow, like it says in the Bible, like Jesus says it in the Bible in Matthew six thirty four, and also um, Saint Peter says it in the Bible in Peter five seven, I think, where he says, "Cast all your cares upon the Lord." And so it's just um, God tells us over and over again not to worry about tomorrow, but to trust Him. And I just need these reminders all the time. So here's that for you. For a silly edition today, um, <laughs> I looked up videos, failing videos. What's it called? Funny Kids compilation. Compilation, yeah. And I didn't watch it. I just went through real quick to see if there's something stupid in the video, but. There is not. So I try not to laugh while watching these little kids doing funny stuff. And I bet it's really hard because I love just stuff like that. But I'm going to watch it and have fun. Let's see if I can't laugh. If I can't laugh. Yeah. Mm, sound on. Go. So who got into lipstick? Not me. Yeah. Oh, lot <laughs> I really lost. What was that? Is it good? Would you like a bite of my vegetables? Pizza. Say hello to the camera. Say hello to the camera.
<laughs> okay, I I lost. I totally lost. Ready? Go. Let me two, three, four, yeah, five, do six, it. Do it. You see your ABCs for me. Is it avocado? After one hour of trying to put Adam to sleep, Adam, no. Come here. Oh, that was loud. What was that? <laughs> That's so. Nice. You like that baby? Oh, wow! <laughs> Is he cold? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's stop here. Um, I lost. I totally lost. And well, but I just love. Love laughing about that stuff, so it was hard for me. <laughs> oh well, we had a good time watching that stuff. So today I want to tell you about the public rosary in Austria and how it's now worldwide. So in the 1940 in 1940s, I think 1945. So after the World War. Uh, the winner states of the World War, so America, England, uh, and some other states, <clears throat> they split up um, the, the, uh, the losing states like Germany and Austria. And so part was um, occupied by Americans, another part oh, by the communists, by Russians, another part by uh, the French people. So there were a lot of different states in our countries and uh, well, we just tried to recover, um, and it was really hard, um, especially with the communists, the Russian soldiers. They were really cruel what they did to the women in Germany and Austria. I don't know if you've heard about that, but uh, thousands and thousands of women got um, abused by the Russian soldiers, not only by them, but they were really bad. So... Um, yeah, they did a lot, a lot of evil things to the woman. And so there was this one Capuchin priest, Father Pavlicek, and he just started praying the rosary um, in Vienna. And he started prayed it for like that the Russian soldiers or just the soldiers would leave. And he started that and it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think after some years, it was, I think, maybe nearly a million attending this public rosary. So there were many, many, many people praying the rosary in public on the streets in Vienna. And even um, politicians um, joined this rosary. And I think after seven years, the Russian soldiers left Austria and... Austria is actually the only country where the Russian left on its own, where the Russian soldiers left on its own. And, and it was just a huge miracle for us that they uh, left Austria and, yeah, let us in peace. And so today, this public rosary started again, just uh, kind of a year ago. 
it started again in Austria. Um, kind of a year ago, they started praying the rosary because of all this crazy stuff going on uh, with, yeah, you know, there's a lot of crazy stuff right now going on. And so um, Austria started to pray the rosary again. And I attended rosaries in Vienna. And then when it got really worse, like last November in Austria, um, we started praying it all over in Austria. Um, and right now it's thousands of groups all over Austria and it's spread all over Europe and it's spread worldwide. So there are actually groups in America. So um, please join these public rosary groups. There's a Telegram group. Do you know Telegram is app? You can download it on your phone for free. For for free, <laughs> sorry. And it's called, um, let me look. It's called USA Public Rosary. USA Praise the Rosary. And we pray the rosary in public every Wednesday evening. We pray in public. It's a lot easier maybe for us in Europe because we have crosses and statues of saints everywhere in public. There's not that much here in America, but I'm sure you can find a place where you can maybe just walk to a chapel or you walk. You walk just on the sidewalk of your street and pray the rosary. It doesn't matter. Just pray the rosary in public and um, show other people that there are a lot of Catholics, faithful Catholics who cling to Our Lady in these crazy times. And we pray to God for mercy and help in this crazy situation here. Yeah. So that's the story of the day. What I wanted to tell you, and I hope I encourage you to do this too, to pray the rosary in public. I'm sure you all know Tolkien, um, J.R.R. Tolkien. I'm sorry, I don't know his first names, but um, Tolkien, the man who wrote Lord of the Rings. And he has this quote in one of his books, little by little, one travels far. I think it's a cute quote. Um, it's just, it means step by step, you can achieve a lot. So you don't have to do huge steps and to, you don't have to achieve something great like just tomorrow mm, but if you just do step by step little by little you can achieve a lot and just do big great things and yeah that's especially for me because I I'm a little bit impatient and I always think I have to do it right now and I have to achieve something right now. And if I can't, then I'm discouraged or whatever. And to just remind me, God doesn't need me to do everything right now, but everything in his time. And if that means step by step, little by little, then it's a good thing. And if we just try to recognize his will and try to do God's will, then we can do far more than we ever dreamed of. <laughs> I have here the trustful surrender to divine providence, another little lifesaver of mine. Um, um, it also says the secret of peace and happiness. It's written by Father Jean-Baptiste Zéjur and Saint Claude de la Colombier, um, and it was written in 
I'm not sure, but when did St. Claude live? Oh, St. Claude lived in the 1600s. And St. Father Jean-Baptiste lived in the 1500s till 1600s. So it's an old book and it's a treasure. So I got it from people here in America and it just helped me so a lot to understand what it means, what, what it is when people talk about the will of God. I always had um, troubles with understanding that when we were saying we have a free will, but God has a will too and his will be done. And um, so I had struggles to understand that, how that goes together. But this book finally just helped me so much and it brought me so much consolation and peace. So about the contents, we have a chapter about the will of God. Um, the will of God made and governs all things and then the great advantages to be gained from entire conformity to the will, divine will. And then the practice of conformity to the will of God. And then in the last, the second part, uh, that's by St. Claude, about the trustful surrender to divine providence and consoling truths and how to exercise it. So it's so, so good. And I heard a priest talking about this book and he said, this book really helps him to achieve peace of heart and to be true, truly happy, to have a joyful heart in his daily life. And I totally agree there. And so like one little thing here in the beginning, God controls all events, whether good or bad. Nothing happens in the universe without God willing and allowing it. So um, when I get anxious or scared of something, I have this one or two sentences that I always tell myself that, that always helps me. And they always help me. And um, it's so when something happens to me, it's only because God allows it for me. And if God allows it for me, then it's only because it's for my best. So I have to tell me that a lot. And yeah, maybe it helps you too. So it's a really, really good book. I really, really recommend it. Um, give it a try and reading it. It is amazing. I think a lot of you maybe heard about the movie from Matt Walsh, What's a Woman? And this film is really, really good. It's kind of a, a documentation, but it's crazy interesting. And it made me crazy upset too. <laughs> How do I know if, if I'm a woman? You know, I, I, That's a great I like question. It. Yeah, Matt, that question right there, like that question is like, when it's asked with a lot of curiosity, right? That's the beginning of a lot of people's like gender identity development journeys. Uh, at what age can a child first begin to transition into another gender or identify themselves as a gender different from how they were born? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's research and data that show that um, babies and infants um, understand differences in gender. So <laughs> Matt Walsh goes around the world and asks, 
gender professors and uh, gender study professors and just other doctors who do gender surgeries and stuff like that. They are, he asked all of them, what is a woman? And they were all like this talking around. What is a woman? Mm. Yeah. Great question. I'm not a woman, so I, <laughs> I can't really answer that. What is a woman? Why do you ask that question? Well, I don't know. Actually, you can't really define it because the gender people, we know that they try to mix it all together. So there's no woman, there's no man. You just are what you feel like you are. And uh, so so this movie is great. So it's not that that's in the, for the recycling bin, but there is one content in a movie where this one biological woman now a man because they did a lot of surgeries and gave her a lot of medication and stuff. Um, she or he, I don't know what to say, talks about the story, her story and just how it destroyed her life and how it broke her. I'm a biological woman that medically transitioned to appear like a male through synthetic hormones and surgery. I will never be a man. Is it transphobic for me to tell the truth? Why is it then a couple hundred years from now, if you dug up my body, they're gonna go, yep, that was a woman, had babies. Can you tell me about the procedures that you, you had? I've had seven surgeries. I've had one stress heart attack. I've had a helicopter life ride uh, with a pulmonary embolism. I've had, uh, 17 rounds of antibiotics. I had six inches of hair on the inside of my urethra for 17 months. Nobody would help me, including the doctor that did this to me because I lost my insurance. And how evil all this gender surgery stuff is. And so Matt Walsh asks her if, if they didn't uh, give her information back then, what is going to happen? And she says, no, nothing, because it's just... It's an experiment, what's going on right now. And what made me so, so upset and cry um, is that I, well, they're talking about these children. We have five children's hospitals in the United States promoting that. And what? That's a phalloplasty. That's a bottom surgery. We have five children's hospitals in the United States telling girls that they can be boys at $70,000 a pop in a surgery that has a 67% complication rate. That will kill me from infection that I can't sue on. We're butchering a generation of children because nobody's willing to talk about anything. Eight-year-old children who just maybe want attention or who have, yeah, who just... I don't know, got the idea, well, maybe I'm a girl, like a boy who thinks maybe I'm a girl. And instead of the parents just telling the kid, hey, come on, no, you're not, and just educating the child, right? The parents there are today giving, I was saying like, oh, maybe you're right. And well, what should we do with you? And the kid, well, the kid doesn't know. The kid, it's, a, it's just a child, you know? 
And instead of us parents, well, I'm not a parent yet, but instead of the parents protecting their children, they're totally destroying them because they let them having medications, puberty blockers, puberty blockers, sorry, and having these crazy surgeries where they cut off breasts and just totally destroy their body. And years after that, the kids maybe in their, when they're in their teenage years or maybe even older, they come out with saying, what did you do to me? There are so many people out there who had gender surgeries who who are now saying, hey, you totally destroyed my life. They're now suicidal suicidal that's the right word like when you want to commit suicide they're not suicidal and just depressive totally destroyed and that's something that makes me so so angry and so so yeah so that's totally for your cycling bin stuff like that we're destroying whole generations another song for you sorry i'm a music teacher i just have songs i'm not really into art but i hope we can get along along a young lady here but i hope there's a young woman a young lady out there who wants to join me maybe here uh in this young woman show wants to talk about art or maybe something else so that would be great please join us please write us um we'd be happy to hear from you so and now the song that i have for you today it's from a movie it's uh, the Children of Monsieur Mathieu. I don't know if you know that movie. It's pretty well known in Europe. Maybe not as well known here. Don't know, but it has great, great music. And so it's about this boarding school for boys in France. I think maybe in the 50s or so. And there's a lot of rough stuff going on at school with the boys. And they go through a lot. Um, but there's this one music teacher who... Um, sings with them and treats the boys better than everybody else there. And the children just love to sing then. They start to love to sing. They, they made fun of him in the beginning, but they start to love uh, singing. And so this is one song out there. sur ton chemin. I think that's how you say it in French. And so, yeah. Um, that's the song.
Nice, huh? I don't know what the French are doing, but their music is just, it always has this little melancholic touch, but it's just so wholesome, kind of. And so it's a very nice choir piece. And if you have a choir, want to sing it maybe with your family or whatever, um, you can, I think you can download it. It's just somewhere on the internet. I did that a long time ago and try to sing it. It's really, really nice. A lot of fun to sing. I have a special prayer here um, for you. It's a prayer to St. Joseph. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. O St. Joseph, whose protection is so great, so strong, so prompt before the throne of God, I place in thee all my interests and desires. O St. Joseph, do assist me by thy powerful intercession, and obtain for me from thy divine Son all spiritual blessings through Jesus Christ our Lord, so that, having engaged here below thy heavenly power, I may offer my thanksgiving and homage to the most loving of fathers. O St. Joseph, I never weary contemplating thee and Jesus asleep in thy arms. I dare not approach while he reposes near thy heart. Press him in my name and kiss his fine head for me and ask him to return the kiss when I draw my dying breath. St. Joseph, patron of departing souls, pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So our virtue of the month is humility today. Um, a quote from St. Francis de Sales says, True humility isn't thinking less of yourself, it is to think of yourself less. So it shouldn't discourage you, like the modern world thinks humility is just something discouraging, so it's something bad. No, true humility shouldn't discourage us, it's strengthening us because... Uh, we're realizing that we're just so small and we don't have anything in control out there. We can't, well, we can have little things maybe in control, but only if God allows it. I can only do this breath only because God allows it. That's how small I am. That's how great God is. And it's, for me, that's really something so peaceful because I know myself as a little child of God in his arms and I just can't give it all to him because he has everything under control all the time. And I'm just a little one. Because I tend to uh, think um, I'm responsible for everything and I have to change now everything. And uh, yeah, I just have to have everything under control. Um, but that's actually my pride and it drives me crazy. Until I realize, oh, Vero, calm down. You're just a little pumpkin you're just a little dot in god's great picture um so it gives me a lot of peace to think that and our job is just to trust god in everything and to try to recognize his will and to do it and as long as we do that we're in his hands and we can't get lost try to see humility from this perspective and watch yourself during the day how it changes your life so this is the end of our show for today thank you for watching um god bless you and may our lady protect you and see you next time then bye bye oh and just once again if there's a young lady out there um who 
maybe you want to try out to do a video like this here, please, please message us. We're happy to hear from you. Um, yeah, so we're praying for more ladies out there who want to do this show with us. See you then. Thank you for listening to The Catholic Wire. If you have found this show helpful, please say a prayer for all our collaborators. Don't forget to subscribe to our channels and share with your friends. For questions and comments, you may contact us at thecatholicwire.org. This is the Catholic Water.